Hey, you guys, welcome to Rubber Meets the Road, your Sunday NASCAR podcast featuring your hosts, Christopher Dell Earnhardt Jr., Jr. Patton, and your co host, Dakota Rusty Wallace's baby boy, Chuck. Hey, I, re- <laughs> I, I prefer. I prefer to be called by my 2019 name, Dirk Diggler. Okay, that is a very that is way more NASCAR. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and also, Sean uh, on Dick Trickle McIntyre. <laughs> Dick Trickle. Dick Trickle. <laughs> I haven't heard that no, since high kidding. school. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, everybody! Welcome to Skates to Throats podcast. I'm your host, Christopher. Fucking pad, and I'm here with my good friends Dakota Lashak and Sean McIntyre. Dakota, say hello to the good people. Hello, people. Uh, if I sound like shit, it's because I feel like shit, and I'm sick. So uh, I'm here. I'm gonna power through it. Talk about some hockey. Some good this hockey. Man's a champ. He's out here playing with a broken leg, guys. Fucking skating off with two damn blown ACLs. <laughs> Game five of the Stanley Cup Finals. <laughs> Taping his ankles. How are you doing, Sean? Give us a little bit about uh, your day. How's, how's things going over there? Oh, it is absolutely insane and off the rails like the devil's season. Terrible. Yeah, you're not that doing good lately. Too much going on. <laughs> Well, I'm going to send you a big hug, but like I feel like the devils need it more, so it's going to be a littler hug because I have to also send them a hug. I'll and I'm it. like a Pokemon, man. I can only use the move so many times. I'll numb the pain from the lesser of the hug with a beer. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, since we're already fucking, I guess they're talking about it. Uh, flyers. Shut the devils out. It's a rivalry podcast. we got to talk about this a little bit. Um. Connor Hart looked absolutely phenomenal in this game. I will say that. Uh, Stone Hall, I think, absolutely just ripped the heart out of the Devils single-handedly, like it was a martial arts movie. Um, <laughs> dropped it in front of Taylor Hall, then like proceeded to skate over it. <laughs> uh, any yeah. thoughts from the game? Let's. I'll start with you, Dakota, just because this is your team. So uh, tell us a little bit about the Flyers, how they've been doing this season, and uh, we'll go from there. Tell you what, man, Kevin Hayes is earned that alternate captain. I was telling you guys from the beginning, this dude's exactly what the Flyers needed. He's, God, he's a fucking workhorse. Every game he's out there making plays. Um, And Carter Hart, kid's a freaking beaut, man. That's the one thing the Flyers have needed for years now is a consistent goalie, and we finally got it with him. So it's yeah. I'm looking good. And I know they lost to the Canucks last night. They lost in a shootout. I mean... These, these things are going to happen. I'm not that concerned about it because this team's looking fucking incredible. And I know it's the first of the season, so I can't get too ahead of myself. Um, but if it keeps up, man, this this team's going to be unstoppable. Yeah, uh, us Devils fans wouldn't know anything about losing in shootout. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys even made it to uh, overtime yet? Yeah, twice. Really? Oh, both times. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> can uh, net. <laughs> yeah man like it's not our fault we have to play against you know really good goaltending plus Siegfried and Roy the posts <laughs> uh, all jokes aside I think Hart was great and uh, I think we should give him a little bit of props just for being what was it the youngest flyer to ever have a shutout so yeah. you guys got a record against the Devils that normally doesn't happen I mean you know when Broder <laughs> won 400 games that was against the Flyers so he 
Oh, and and also too, yeah, didn't want to like I guess confuse it for like it's like the Devils are sure having a terrible start to the season, but on top of that, you can't let it take away from the Flyers' performance. They actually did play, you know, lights out and clearly outplayed us. But yeah, just I didn't want it to be shadowed by you know like oh well the Devils suck, so it's like nah, it's, they they're they're playing pretty damn good against a couple other teams as well. So credit yeah, due. I would say the biggest, the weirdest thing is um, that I didn't expect Vancouver to be as good as they were. So mm-hmm. them beating uh, the Flyers last night was a little unexpected, but that's a good young team. So they're going to be interesting to watch the watch season, season for sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah. A lot of good teams. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of Vegas games because obviously my fiance's favorite team, but like, yeah, they're, they're killing it too. Vegas is frigging slaughtering over there on the West Coast. Yeah, they they've they've uh, played really really well. Whether we're I think we talked about this. Uh, me and me and Dakota were talking about this yesterday. They're two and two, but it's it's a weird two and two. Like they could easily yeah. won both of those games. Um, I I think the biggest shocker for me, and uh, I guess we can kind of talk about this team a little bit, is the Detroit Red Wings going three and one. Mm-hmm. Um, the goaltending's been really good. Mantha has scored, I think, five goals. I want to say five or six. I don't have the stat sheet in front of me. Has been mm-hmm. on an absolute tear. He scored four in one game. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> Austin Channeling is in our Austin Matthews. Yeah, he's channeling is in. Uh, this dude is a fucking beaut. He should come play for the Devils. But yeah, like the Red Wings have also been really well. I've watched a bunch of their games. Uh, um, and I watched them beat the Canadians. And the Canadians are also a weird situation where they've. Uh, I think they've been OT or at least shoot out twice um, and lost both games. So I think the Devils and uh, Montreal are kind of on the same uh, same little tear here, except for, you know, Montreal's got to win. <laughs> How many times? Ha- I mean, come on. I've seen Miracle enough times. You can't just put a bunch of all-star players on a team and expect them to win. They got to be a team, man. Yeah. Dude, you're like, you're, you're contradicting everything that the Red Wings were built around. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> yeah, but you're saying you should get Mantha to freaking New Jersey. It's not going to help anything. They're not a team right now. This guy, this guy over here, I can't even talk. I can't even talk, Sean. <laughs> yeah, I can no, talk. No, I'm, hold, I'm, I'm virtually holding you back over Skype. <laughs> Better hold me back, man. <laughs> All right, oh, so I, boy. I think, like, the biggest news is our boy. Phil the Thrill, inductee of the Hall of Fucking Awesome, just for being creepy as shit, uh, played a thousand games. One thousand NHL games. That's a big accomplishment for any player. I think he's like one of 21 active players who've played that many games. Uh, I haven't watched a lot of Arizona this year, not going to lie. I've watched some highlights here and there, but uh, how do you guys feel about Phil the Thrill getting uh, 1,000? And uh, how many more thousands is he going to get? Like at least three, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, if we have our set, yeah. Three. <laughs> you know, I think that's great. I, I mean, good for him, man. You know, and he's definitely nowhere near done. He's going to keep playing. And uh, I know uh, every team has to get the player something. Uh, they all chip in and get them a thousand game gift. So I really hope that someone like bites the bullet and buys him a second theater seat as a joke. And I'll fucking cry. <laughs> yeah, just a second theater seat. And then like another mariah carey poster autographed that's, that's all he wants in life just get him a cake that has actual mariah carey pop out of it 
how much does it cost to get Mariah Carey to show up now? Maybe how that's much does it cost to get her in a cake, no less. <laughs> hey, I'm not I'm not over here to shit on Mariah Carey. I really love that song that she So <laughs> we'll continue. Oh, ever the specific one. <laughs> uh I love the song. <laughs> I love the song that she did with Bonda. And then that one that was in Rush Hour. <laughs> you know, where the little girl, she's like, when you walk by every night. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I have no clue what you guys are talking about. I'm talking about Rush Hour, man. It's got Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan. Please tell me you've seen this film. <laughs> Otherwise, we're going to change this into the Chris Tucker podcast. <laughs> Do you not understand the words that are coming out of our mouths? No. no, hard no. <laughs> our boy Ovechkin slowly climb, climbing up the list of multiple records, uh, specifically around goals. He passes Luke Robitaille um, for uh, power play shots. Power play goals, I should say, not shots. Uh, just one step closer to him beating Gretzky. You guys have any thoughts on uh, him or the Washington, Washington's I don't want to say slow start, but not as uh, not as jumped out as I thought they would be in the division. Yeah, I mean, they're kind of looked at, I guess, as one of the premier teams in the East, right? I mean, pretty much Lightning being number one. But um, let me get let me ask. I didn't get to catch the game where he passed, but was the goal like one of his like patented like uh, one knee down slap shots from the circle? Yeah, it was directly above the circle. He's like Mike Camilleri from that circle, except like. Yeah. A thousand times better. <laughs> I'm kind of convinced. That. I'm kind of convinced that's the only the, uh, Ovechkin zone. <laughs> yeah, it's Ovechkin's office. You got Gretzky's office behind the net. You got the no brodeur zone once you pass the little pie. Uh, <laughs> you have Ovechkin, Ovechkin Alley. Ovechkin Alley, yeah, I like that. <laughs> it's funny. You just know it's coming. Like when you see him sitting there and he's got like the half wind up going. And they get that puck to him, you're like, oh, here it is, and just bang, rifles it. Yeah, so, um, we, we're, I, I am really, I, I can't wait until I see like one of these great young goaltenders like heart stone him on one of those. Oh, that'd be so great. Just see the <laughs> smile wipe so off long. his face. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's been so long since I've seen anyone be able to uh, stop that. I, it's crazy because, I mean, this is a guy that scores 40 goals a year, on average. Like, he does score a lot of those goals from the same spot. You should and, be special uh, forces with that level of sniping. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I, don't, I don't know how other teams play him, but the Devils, they just, they're just like Andy Green. Whatever you do, just stand directly in that spot. Oh, God. <laughs> Not move. You want him in the hospital? <laughs> she will be on the next bus back to the ECHL if you so much as move. <laughs> um, but, yeah, man, it's it's... it's Thus far, as uh, I, you guys have my notes in front of you, what's one of the topics on there? Uh, let me see. We got uh, we could talk about Edmonton undefeated. Yeah, yeah, we fuck yeah, we should can. fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? They've been yeah. garbage for long enough. I'd be happy to see them uh, make a make a little trip here. Yeah, yeah so uh, that's I just how I feel. I'm like I, good for them. I didn't know that the Devils had to play the refs plus Edmonton. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, also. Blackwood had a stone of a block against uh, your boy McDavid in shootout, and the, the Devils lost again. Fortunate, pretty much because Taylor Hall cannot find the back of the net. Devils should have won that game. But outside of that, man, um, 
like I, me and Dakota were watching the Rangers game yesterday with uh, Edmonton, and it looked Fucking like shout out to Capo. <laughs> yeah, the Capo Rangers Capo looked like getting his first NHL goal. Uh, it's the less shout outs, but <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, all jokes aside, we were watching this game, and um, it looked like the Rangers were playing really, really well. I think it was tied 1 1 mm. going into the second. Mm. It comes out of the second. I think I walk outside and smoke or something. I come back in, and it's like 4 1. I'm like, what the hell happened? But uh, that's just how <laughs> fast and good Edmonton can score. Um, what I will say is the one thing the Devils did that I think a lot of teams are going to take advantage of is pinning in that top line because they're terrible defensively um, when you're looking at like Drysaddle, McDavid. And that's kind of what the Devils did is they would just pin them in and get a ton of, you know, opportunity on net. And it looked like the Rangers were doing that and maybe they shifted out of it. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what they do. Obviously, a 5-0 start is uh, something to be proud of. Yeah. I'm still not sold on Edmonton because I think you can – Good teams like the St. Louis Blues. I think they got the uh, Chicago Blackhawks coming up. They got the Flyers coming up. They're just going, you know, if, if the Flyers or the Blackhawks get up one goal, they're just going to play a very strong defensively game and try to hem them in. And I think that might actually be Edmonton's weakness. So hmm. what are you guys' thoughts? Uh, I'm happy to finally see them doing something. You know, like you, you sit there and you look at that team. You're like, oh, my God, like kind of David, you know, Nugent Hopkins, like just even just some of the like offensive studs they have on there. But uh, I'm also really, really happy for James Neal. I've always liked him as a player, even back when he was on uh, the Penguins. I know the Penguins. <laughs> but, you know, like, I, I always liked him as a player. I liked him when he was over in Vegas. And then when I saw that they didn't resign him, uh, I was like, oh, I wonder where he's going to go, you know, and ended up in Edmonton. And at first, I'm going to be honest, I was like, Ew. but he's been, you know, one of their, like, integral parts, I feel like, uh, yeah. really helping them get these wins. and. Yeah, and he was a little abysmal last year because he like he ended up in Calgary and they did a weird trade, which I actually kind of thought was yeah, yeah I forgot about Edmonton. that too. I forgot they uh, sent him to Calgary. Yeah, midseason. Yeah, so they traded uh you know James Neal for Milan Lucic. Lucic has kind of sucked this year. If we're just being completely flat honest, even though I think Calgary is kind of out to a good start, but mm-hmm. uh, I mean it's making Edmonton look like. The greatest team of all time. And what I, James Neal plays really well if there's other great players around him. I will say mm-hmm. that, um, especially if you look at his pins run and, and how many goals he can score. But, you know, you should be scoring with McDavid, Dreisaitl, and uh, the, the crew that they have there. So, mm. 100%. Let me see. What else we got on here? Uh, well, then we could jump into your favorite. Unless Dakota has anything to say, we could jump into your favorite probably is Leafs getting pistol whipped. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I love it. Man. <laughs> I think we look all on love Mike it. Babcock's face. <laughs> He's just such a sad man with a mouthful of mashed potatoes. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure this man has never enunciated a word. Um, yeah, the Leafs, they look okay. Uh, Marner's kind of gotten off to a better start than, uh, you know, Austin Matthews. Marner watch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's a little weird because Austin Matthews has got some stuff going on. But uh, I guess the big story there is that Babcock said that they had a family meeting after that loss. Mm. Yeah, it was him standing there with his belt in his hand saying, bend over. That was the family discussion. <laughs> <laughs> now this hurts me more than it hurts you. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, it's that, and then Line A, or not Line A, well, Line A, watch. Uh, it's just that <laughs> Marner and Matthews just playing chess, not participate in a family meeting. <laughs> I'll tell you, but, uh, speaking of Matthews, dude, the guy's killing it right now. I mean, you know, seven points in five games, you can't really, you know. I, I, I like I like his, like, Rico Suave stash. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> I hope that's what he's channeling, his inner Pablo Escobar, and just <laughs> nail it. Maybe it's know. the controversy. The controversy only makes him better. That's true. Yeah, yeah. He's just rising up, you know, trying to silence the critics with, you know, with his play. But yeah, I'll tell you, he's he's killing it. I think he's getting better and better, uh, like as his hairline recedes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm just kidding. Taking a, like, taking a page from Field of Thrill. We need longer the thrill back. And then just stayed the same. <laughs> it's the best. It's like a skullet, man. I love it. I need it back. <laughs> Phil, uh, Phil Kessel, he's a fucking beaut, but he does definitely just look like a guy working at a construction shop. Like, yeah. <laughs> he looks like any guy you would find in a uh, park. Hey, man, don't talk about my people that way. <laughs> It's not a bad thing. He looks like the type of guy that you would find in a liquor store on a Tuesday afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't talk about my people that way. <laughs> oh man. So uh, what else we got on the the docket there, Sean? Uh, let's see. Scrolling down, we touched on Ovi. Oh, you got a uh, Marlo. Marlo resigning and then leads the Sharks to the win. Yeah. So the Sharks were getting. A pivot, as I put in my notes. Uh, with... oh, yeah, uh, I, think, I think we lost him. Yeah. We lose him. I think so. I uh, might just be off the reservation for a second. <laughs> he jumps back in. Psych! Did you fart? Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Hey! Uh, oh, hey, there, he there is. we go. Hello. I'm still here. I can't smell anything. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so sorry about that. But what I was going to say is we had a um, absolute great signing with Marlowe coming back. I think we all kind of wanted to see that. Mm-hmm. Sharks had lost every game going up. He scores two goals in his first game back. That line looks strong as ever. Can we just talk about the fact that that Marlowe and Joe Thornton were number one and number two in the 1997 draft, and they're still playing together. That's it's <laughs> fucking nuts, dude. I've learned <laughs> so much. I was this morning when I was awake because I was because you know I'm sick and coughing my lungs out. Uh, I was going back and reading through like all the draft lists back and seeing who's still playing and whatnot. And man, like you don't get much. You don't get many more past like 96. I think 96 is the furthest it goes back, and that's was Zdeno Chara. Mm-hmm. But yeah, 97, number one and number two, frickin' Marlowe and uh, Joe Thornton. And now they're playing together, and they're both still obviously great players. Yeah, right? Like, that's one thing. Yeah, they could still be playing, but being, like, big, like, big-time game uh, changers for the team that they're playing for is, like, another thing after playing after all those years. Usually you kind of see them regress to, like, a third line. You know, you don't really see them score too often, but... So, yeah, so with our season kind of starting out slow, Sean, uh, mm. are you are you missing PD DeBoer? Hmm. You know, but we were pretty bad <laughs> under him too, though. But I mean, I guess he did run us in that 2012. But yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Man. I mean, I th- I think that I think the Devils team was just 
to be bad after COVID crazy lastly. I don't think he necessarily deserved to get fired, and I think he's done a lot better job. I mean, he's shown – I mean, he hasn't been able to get over there, like get to the very – you know, the end of the Stanley Cup. Like, he's, taken, he's taken two teams there. I think he's a great coach. Um, I love the fact that Marlowe is back. Uh, Joe Thornton's beard's always amazing. He's <laughs> like a wizard now. <laughs> yes. Age and wisdom. <laughs> Age and wisdom. <laughs> yeah, I think the Sharks were just a good fit for him too, though, because he went over there and he was like effective immediately as like their coach. Like they weren't too great, but then he went over there and they seemed to kind of turn them around pretty quickly. Yeah, and I think a lot of that was like these are aging players. They they have superstars, but they're older. There's not a lot you can do. And what they kind of did was build the defensive core of that team up. That's I mean, they have Brent Burns and Eric Carlson. Yeah. So. <laughs> Which is just kind of fucking ridiculous in itself. Um, But, yeah, he does have a great head of hair. You're right. That man is an absolute beaut. Uh, (laughs) I'm jealous of his beard. (laughs) I'm jealous of the facial and head hair on that team. I think this is one of the very few teams that we all put over together. (laughs) I think we're all on, on board of inducting the hair of san jose the, the hair in pubic hair of san jose is getting into the hall of fucking awesome is where we're <laughs> this yes uh, all right so yeah. what's next on our docket you want to talk about how the blues have won three straight i mean is this any surprise they just won the stanley cup last season so i don't really expect them to go back to being at the bottom of the barrel uh they they have a thing and it works so I foresee them being an active threat in the NHL. Yeah, I will say I'm a little surprised because they had to make some moves in the offseason that I thought would hurt them. Um, outside of that, I mean, they're a great team. They look like th- that team has came together really, really well after, let's say, midseason. What were they in last place? Last season last year. At the All-Star break last year. I just keep telling myself that every time I watch the Devils play. Uh <laughs> <laughs> You guys have There's won enough Stanley chance. Cups. Let the Flyers win one just once. Dude, we, ain't nobody got time for that shit. <laughs> I do. <clears throat> and I'll say, um, yeah, like, uh, I, I, I've been seeing a lot of um, anything people covering them. Sorry, I, I'm tripping over my own thoughts. Uh, seeing people cover them, they're even saying that they, they might go for, like, a repeat. Like, they very well have a chance to go and make a deep run for the Cup, you know, so... I mean, only time will tell, you know, like I said, still beginning of the season, but I mean, they're, yeah, they're looking like they haven't skipped a beat. It's fucking beautiful. For sure. Clicking. Yeah. They're clicking on all Sunders and, uh, I, am a little surprised. Like I said, I thought they might get out to a, you know, the Stanley cup hangover, a little bit of a slow start, but they proved me wrong thus far. Um, and I mean, to be fair, they have Tarasenko back healthy, which they didn't Mm -hmm. have in the Stanley cup. So the team actively got better since the Stanley Cup, or at least in my opinion, they did. Uh, not to toot my own horn or anything, but when we did our uh, our little uh, previews during the off season, I did say that Carolina was going to come out killing it, and they do have the best record in the East right now. Just saying. Who who have they played? Swedish teams? No one loses <laughs> to a Swedish team. Oh wait, sorry. Wait, that sorry. Doesn't, that doesn't count, does it? That doesn't count towards their actual points. <laughs> no. No, but well, yeah, they beat. I'll say, hey, they were one of those losses to Washington. Right? I'm looking at them right now. They beat Washington. They beat the Lightning. 
They beat the Panthers, which actually is a pretty solid team this year. Islanders. And uh, but then they lost to Columbus. Yeah, they lost to Columbus yesterday. It was their one loss? Yeah. So I mean, they've looked really, really good. I guess my question there is always in net. Um, mm-hmm. As someone who lived with a a roommate who was an absolute um, big, big, huge fan of the Detroit Red Wings, I know how great Mrazek can be, but I also know how terrible Mrazek can be. <laughs> so. <laughs> Fair. Be their biggest question mark. Um, real quick too, before we jump from the Blues, I did want to touch on. Uh, it was one of my notes from last week was them uh, getting a uh, ring to Layla, who was like one of their big inspirations, getting them through the cup last year. Uh, she has that rare autoimmune disease. Uh, they even had her name inscribed in the ring band. I don't know if you guys got to see this, but uh. Yeah, they kind of like rallied behind her last year, and they had a uh, they had a couple players go over to her house and actually present her with her own Stanley Cup ring. So I just thought that was like an amazing move from the uh, the Blues organization. Uh, ten out of ten absolute, in the field. Absolute power move when you go to school is just wear your fucking Stanley Cup ring in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you just walk into school and they're all looking like, yeah, what's up? Yeah, I mean. That- it's a great story in general because they brought her on the ice when they won the cup, right? Yeah, and, uh, yeah that, that whole story and how the players kind of rallied around her and uh, have continued. That's the thing is a lot of times you'll see like, okay, here's this this kid. The team did one thing. It's a one-off thing, and they never hear about it again. But it, it's awesome to see the stand like you know the, the St. Louis Blues are still there. I like to think it's St. all Louis you know, takes care of its own, man. Yeah, and it's so crazy too to think about like. To have her name inscribed, that's on every player's ring, not just hers. So yeah. that's like kind of cool too to be like forever immortalized, you know, in a Stanley Cup ring. That's it's insane. I mean, Gloria is still a terrible song, and uh, oh, I love it. Man. <laughs> I still listen to it for motivation, man. <laughs> if they're gonna rally behind, uh, you know, Layla, maybe listen to some fucking air. <laughs> <laughs> but outside of that, no, nah, it's a real class move. Um, the, I hope they have a deep run just because I want more drunken Brett Hull. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> continuation of this story, <laughs> for sure. I class move there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take point on this one. Go um, and if I had if if I had really prepared this out, I would queue up break stuff by Limp Biscuit right now because the Flyers have unveiled the Gritty Command Center where you <laughs> can destroy shit as in true Philadelphia fashion. When your team loses, we break shit. When your team wins, we break shit. <laughs> Philly is a city that loves to break shit. And it is really cool that the Flyers have recognized that and given people a safe space to do so. I will for sure go in there and fucking destroy it, man. <laughs> I, I'm just going to go ahead and say if Gritty is there, it's not a safe space. <laughs> point. Fair that enough. is the point, my friend. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. Yeah, I, I think that's cool. I mean, those things are starting to build, too, those, like, rage rooms and stuff. It's starting to get big, so I, I, I like that the Flyers – I think it's fitting that the Flyers were the first team to kind of adapt one. Yeah, and I well, yeah, built it better than them back tearing down mascot. the damn street poles. Oh, sorry, you go ahead, man. <laughs> no, you're you're fine. You're good, man. So I, I just love the fact that they built it around their creepy ass mascot too. So like, you get the 
you get this headband with his eyes that you put on before you go in there. He has become an absolute meme. (laughs) (laughs) Like, people are just rallying behind Gritty. It's hilarious. He's been their mascot forever. Gritty has made me hate the Flyers less. I will say that. (laughs) Fucking love it. I'm going to be Gritty for Halloween this year and just scare the shit out of any kid that comes to the door. (laughs) Yeah, what's the most terrifying thing you can be for Halloween? Gritty. <laughs> oh, snap. Oh, yeah. How to make your own gritty so Halloween. Gotta, uh, I think that you wanted to talk a little bit about Ted Green, uh, Dakota, if I'm remembering correctly. So yes, wanna... I did. Um, and this, actually, when we were discussing it yesterday and you said you couldn't really find something, I found something that perfectly fucking fits this podcast that this man does. For those of you who don't know, Ted Green was uh, he was a big part of the NHL in the late 80s, early 90s, and maybe even the early 21st century. He uh, you know, was a big part of the coaching staff for the Edmonton Oilers when they were going on their cup run. I believe he uh, played for the Bruins for a while. Um just monster on the ice i think he got 100 penalty minutes one season which is fucking awesome in any state uh he has passed away i believe yesterday at the age of 79 and in my research of him i found that him and wayne maki who also unfortunately has passed away since then got into a fight one one hockey game where they literally beat the shit out of each other with their hockey sticks and if that's not skates the throat i don't fucking know what is (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and, and I think that's the one highlight that I found. Um, and unfortunately for Ted Green, he had to have like an actual uh, metal plate put in his head based off that yeah. stick fight, right? So it's kind of crazy. Um, Sean, you got any thoughts before we do a 10 seconds in memoriam? Uh, no, just, you know, two great players. I mean, our, you know, God rest their souls. Just, you know, it's always, it's always sad to see it happen, but. You know, at least we have like clips and stuff that we can look back and remember these players by. All right. I'm gonna so we're, go ahead we're, and make a move to induct Ted Green into the Hall of Fucking Awesome simply for being the guy to beat the shit out of someone with a hockey stick. <laughs> yep, I second that. That is okay. an absolute skates the throat moment. All right, third. We he's he's in. That fight <laughs> itself is in. We have to induct both players because it yes. takes two to have a stick battle. Yes. Um. If we hadn't already inducted Phil the Thrill, I would re-induct him for lightsabering motherfuckers with his yeah. stick. <laughs> <laughs> but he's already in there, so uh, I guess I guess the next move would be Bertuzzi. Is he getting in there <laughs> for decapitating mm-hmm. dudes with his stick? Uh, yes. No all, no. all jokes aside, we're gonna let's take a, a three-second pause. Just in. What's uh, what we got next on the list of notes there? Got some more stuff. There's tons of hockey to talk. About, so yeah. we can talk about the new, the new and improved Line Watch. Line Watch. Fucking scores four fucking goals <laughs> against the Wild in their home opener. Jeez. Hmm. So the Wild is like my girlfriend team because I love Zach Crazy so much, and they've been kind of also terrible for a while. It's like I only <laughs> cling to teams that are bad. Um. <laughs> <laughs> like one day they'll be good. Yeah, it's okay. like I'm an X fan, man. <laughs> uh, no, all jokes aside. Uh, yeah, like the line, the new line watches. Is he going to get to 50? And he might get to 50 goals. Oh, he's I on his damn way already. Fucking jumped. 
He's going to get jumped for starting so much shit if he doesn't get to fucking 50 goals. Yeah, it's also true. Just going to beat his ass in the shower like it's Oz. <laughs> <laughs> I'll well, tell you what, here's the thing. Four, he's almost there. He's not almost there, but he's he's working on it. <laughs> team actually gives a shit now that he came out and scored five, score five goals because at the end of the day, that is just like his agent in the team. And now I'm sure Brian Little doesn't give a shit anymore. He's like, oh, you're lighting it up, dude. <laughs> Fuck yeah, brother. <laughs> Little's been in the league a long time. He comes out. He's leading the league in points, I believe. Um, Brian's probably just like, whatever. Little and Wheeler are definitely taking line out and having some white claws. That seems like something they would do. <laughs> <laughs> He wouldn't be the type to drink hard seltzer. A <laughs> or Wheeler and Little. Wheeler and Little, I think, are, are their IPA guys. Line nah, a, he's a natty yeah, light dude. Like, yeah. A definitely seems like a white claw kind of breath. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that black cherry hard seltzer, bro. <laughs> I'm going to go light it up, and I'm going to drink three white claws for every goal I score. After that game, he's like, Damn, son, I'm drunk as fuck. <laughs> this thing's a creep up on you, man. <laughs> yeah, they taste like water. It's scary. <laughs> That's funny. That was like the first thing I said. I, I, I tried one for science. For science! <laughs> yeah, like, I took the first sip. I immediately went, oh, this is dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Like, the first thing. Just like, oh my gosh, you could give this to somebody and they would have no idea. We do not condone that, by the way. No, yeah, just like, no, we do not. A normal person drinks like a 12 pack of. You... 40 of them, and it's unsuspected. It's going to be like very four dangerous. Locos all over again. <laughs> yep. <laughs> hey, can we talk uh, real quick as I am looking at the NHL standings right now? Not that it really matters because it's so so early in the league can we talk about how fucking great anaheim's been doing lately they're four and one right now that's that's fucking dope so they have not started off so well in a very long time yesterday when i i saw that yesterday when i sent you those stats like in the stat sheet um i kind of want to know who they've played but they did get out to a great start and they have some good rookies there it's also one of those weird spots where it's kind of like the red wings like I don't necessarily know that that's going to stick, but they have gotten out to a good start. Yeah, uh, I got it right here. They beat uh, Columbus last, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Columbus, Pittsburgh. uh, Pittsburgh beat them. Uh, Then they beat Detroit, and they beat San Jose, and they beat Arizona. Fuck yeah, man. So those are not terrible teams. I mean, the Coyotes, I'm jury's still out on. I'm hoping Phil the Thrill can carry them on his back, on his weird (laughs) hairy back. I mean, yeah. he can as long as Arby's doesn't have the five for five deal, bro. Get <laughs> <laughs> himself on the ice. <laughs> no, I'll just like, <laughs> um, yeah, they played. It sounds like they played some teams that are also in a weird transitional thing when you talk about Columbus and uh, Detroit. But having such a strong start, I don't think anyone expected that of Anaheim. I think I had them pegged for the bottom of their division. I, they play in the same division as the LA Kings, right? I think I have the LA yeah. Kings a little bit below them in our previews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're like two spots below them. Yeah, I mean, Edmonton's yeah. the only one that's ahead of them. They're second in the uh, Pacific right now. 
Is it, I actually have Edmonton first here on the NHL site. Yeah, that's what I got. It's Edmonton, okay, yeah, yeah. Anaheim, Vegas, Calgary, yeah. LA, Vancouver, Arizona, and San Jose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, but Arizona's not in last, man. There's hope. There's fucking hope. <laughs> if they switch back to those old school jerseys, they're, they have 100% more chance of winning. Just yeah, because the dude, jerseys, jerseys are so fucking dope. They're so ugly, but they're so dope at the same time. They're so ugly and so weird that it's a perfect match for Phil Kessel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so they should always be wearing. <laughs> or at least he should. He should. <laughs> he gets to wear it every game, no matter what. Yes. <laughs> Just as long as it grows like his hair out. Like, he's basically got the red shirt on, so people can't hit him. It's just a weird Arizona <laughs> jersey. <laughs> <laughs> We can talk about whatever. Um, Sean, you had some stuff you wanted to talk about. Did we worry hit it or? Uh, well, yeah, uh, well, just pretty much the only thing we hit was the Layla thing. But we could jump on. We could hit two at the same time from your list and my list. Um, we can talk about. Hold on, I had it lined up here. Where the hell was it? Uh, da, da, da. Oh, Horvat being named captain of the Canucks, and uh, on mine was Tavares being named captain for the Leafs. So we can kind of just like bang bang hit those two real quick. Or served it. He 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 is far and away earned it, and I'm glad to see the Canucks finally made a good decision. Mm-hmm. Um, as for John Tavares, he's going to be murdered on sight the next time he steps foot on Long Island. Um, <laughs> he's going to be strangled. He's going to someone's going to find a way to strangle him with a fucking pizza crust. That's what's going to happen. He's going to get sliced by a pizza slicer. It's going to be some <laughs> food-related act of violence towards him. You will piss us off. <laughs> yeah, it's. Oh, so yeah, I and you know I know uh, what I heard from a lot of things I saw was they were wondering if maybe uh, Austin Matthews uh, kerfuffle he's got going on if that kind of maybe influenced their decision at all to maybe go with Tavares. But he does have experience of being a captain. He's the elder player, you know. So I mean, it could have also just been something they were always planning to do anyway. And Austin Matthews' situation really had nothing to do with it. Um, but you know, jury's up for the debate with that, but you know, I, I still think I, Tavares is a great player and you know, I guess it's, you know, it's not a bad choice. They, they weren't going to go wrong if they picked Matt Austin Matthews or John Tavares. So, I mean, whatever. I say the only way that they, they, uh, the, all I would say is there's players that played on a team way longer than both those guys. True. <laughs> they could have easily put the C on and it not been controversial. Um, <laughs> And like we talked about, we, we said, I, I mean, I said, I thought they were going to just put it on Austin Matthews because Connor has one. And then all this shit came out. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, the only other person I could think of you would put it on was Tavares. So it makes sense with what they did. Um, and it's the Leafs. So who gives a shit? I <laughs> should have put it on Marner and watched the league implode. <laughs> <laughs> they should have they should have had that in the contract signing like for his extension. He's like, and if I resign, I am the captain now. The Bo Har- oh, Horvat thing was awesome, especially mm. for a guy who's played for a team that's not been very, very good for a while. Um, and seeing him get emotional and kind of having some feelings uh, was was a great hockey moment. Like, I really enjoyed that. I don't know if you enjoyed it as me, but I think he's a great player. That I think the Devils actually passed on him in that draft. Oof. I want to say. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> it, that was either the Snyder draft or the draft after that, which would, you know, with the Snyder draft, they traded out, they got Snyder, uh, they missed Max Domi, and I maybe it was was Horvat. I had to, I had to I go think, back. Yeah. No, yeah, that, I think I looked it up at our last episode. Yeah, we traded to Vancouver for Snyder, and then Snyder got Bo Horvat from that pick. Yeah, so uh, Snyder's been good. The Devils haven't been as good as his goaltending has was those first two years for sure with a very, very, very bad Devils team. Um, mm-hmm. When Yager is your, one of your top goal scorers <laughs> at the age of <laughs> 735, uh, <laughs> you he remembers the big. Declaration of Independence being signed. <laughs> I mean, he was on the arc. They were like, and over here, we have two Yager. <laughs> yeah, they eat the but, other Yager, you make it. Yeah, Yarmir killed the other Yager. No. There's only one, and he is the captain now. Uh, all jokes aside, uh, yeah, I, I love this Bo Horvat moment. I think it makes a lot of sense. Uh, that team is so young, and they're going to be so good. Elias Peterson is just phenomenal. Mm. An exciting team to watch. Uh, they got Quinn Hughes, right? He plays for them as well. That's gonna yeah. Be a- it's going to be a good ass team here in like one more year, and I mean they're already kind of good. But I think they're just going to get better and better. Yeah, Quinn actually had a really good goal. Uh, I thought it was uh, was it yesterday or something. He I, I saw a highlight of it. This dude friggin' shot a rocket, man, Abs- absolute rocket into Nez. His first goal of his NHL career. Just <laughs> right, uh, I think glove side on the Kings. Just friggin' pack. It was really nice to watch. As a Devils fan, is it a little bit surprising that a goose has a goal before Taylor Hall in Hughes? And that thing was also a rocket. <laughs> and yeah, the new, yeah, he's playing good. Yeah, I'd the say. new uh, stadium where they just show giant gooses on that 175,000-inch TV screen thing that they have <laughs> <laughs> is kind of the best. I hope someone makes a joke with... Uh... The uh, that new Untitled Goose game that's out that like everyone's been talking about. I really hope someone just like slaps his face on the cartoon goose from that game. <laughs> they just call him Nikita. around fighting random people. Yeah. <laughs> Rename the game Nikita. <laughs> it's, like, it's the Nikita game. Everybody's playing it. Why aren't you guys playing it? <laughs> Let me see. Oh, is there anything else from my notes? Oh yeah, I did want to touch on um, Spezza. Spezza getting uh, scratched. In his first game against his old team, and I believe that he's on a he's on Toronto now too. So that's a nice little Babcock move. Yeah, we'll we'll see. I think that's a that's a go bigger go home kind of move. I think Spezza can be good, um, but he was kind of trash in Dallas. Like that was his last resting spot, right? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. So I it, and actually, me and Dakota were talking about this yesterday because we we were talk well i think you started it because of the warrior gloves um everyone <laughs> sean's got some filthy sick mitts uh, black on black baby <laughs> yeah that was fucking dope, dude and that, that was the me... big selling point the black on black i was like oh <laughs> nah so it made us uh we were talking yesterday and uh, i think you uh, dakota you said you started watching in 2001 right yes I can't remember what it was. Anyways, uh, is in the same draft class as Ilya Kovalchuk, and if you look at those two in parallel, you, Ilya was first overall. I think Spezza was fifth or sixth. Yeah, um, he was definitely top ten. 
outside of those two, that draft class is absolutely horrible. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Honestly. But uh, yeah, we were talking about that a little bit yesterday. And uh, man, uh, Spezza, I thought he was going to be way better than he was. I also thought Ottawa was going to be way better than they were when they got Carlson. Um, what is his name? Uh, O'Reilly, it was O'Reilly who, who played center. I think he still plays center for them or played center for them forever. And then they had Spezza. And they kind of look like they were the next team on the cusp of mm-hmm. uh, having a really deep playoff run. And they just never quite got there, even though Carl- Carlson had some great defensive. Oh, so yeah, I guess uh, we you might have cut out again, Chris. But yeah, Carlson was playing pretty good for them. Um, I mean, now he's kind of tearing it up over in uh, San Jose. Figure if we can keep talking. Yeah. Back. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there he is. Hey. No, I was back. I, I, I was done, so I was just going to let you oh. just talk. Oh. I heard you say Eric Carlson, and it was like, and then you were gone. <laughs> yeah, well, everyone in my neighborhood has 75 lawnmowers today, so <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> it's raining outside. What are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, welcome to welcome to the A, as right. we said. <laughs> um, yeah um so all right we we have more time than i actually thought um you guys want to talk about the player highlight that we didn't get to talk about last weekend uh yeah let me see let me scroll back who'd you have scroll, 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 well you scroll. picked this one yeah, yeah. oh oh duh yeah <laughs> I've, i i realized that we didn't yeah it's been two weeks i'm so thrown off it's marty brodo the goat it's the Brodersky. <laughs> and we love it. <laughs> we fucking love him. <laughs> I'm going to remain neutral during this uh, player highlight to provide perspective. It's impossible to remain neutral to greatness, dude. <laughs> it's like oh, no, I've seen enough of those fucking Enterprise <laughs> rent-a-car commercials to <laughs> reconsider. <laughs> That's NHL Network's fault, not Broder's fault. And also him trying to fit that cup in the uh, hatchback is hilarious. You should have made a Lundquist joke. I would have loved that pretty <laughs> hard. <laughs> I mean, most winningest goaltenders, uh, goaltender most shutouts, absolute phenomenal career. The first guy to really have the great Scorpion save that we all see now like it's all over the place. And I'm sure someone did it before him, but Marty weighs like 750,000 pounds. Uh, when he did it in 2012. <laughs> also, I'm pretty shocked to like Golden Corral with Phil the Thrill Kessel. Uh, man, Marty, Marty is the absolute best. Three Stanley Cups. Oh, yeah. Like, and he shit all over the Red Wings in 95, basically, as a, I think that was his, what, second year? Second so year, yeah. Yeah. So basically, as a rookie goaltender, um, which for for you, Dakota, like Hart's looking kind of like a little brodeur over there. Hmm. No, so I will not call him that. About that. <laughs> no, he will he will be a miniature uh, miniature former Flyers, like a like a miniature Bernie Perrant, hmm. who hey, hey, unfortunately we got beat hey, by the Devils. Maybe he's a little Pele. 
also in the Hall of Fucking Awesome, right? So let's, let's yeah. we'll roll with that one. <laughs> <laughs> don't curse him, though. Please don't curse him. Brodor kind of just shoved himself into greatness, essentially, you know? Coming in 93-94, what, won the Calder Trophy as a rookie for the best, you know, best rookie in the NHL. Just came in, took it, and then comes, you know, even though that was the year we lost to the dreaded Rangers. <laughs> God, it hurts. Uh, you know, but uh, then to come right back, like let's say, like you were saying, to come right back the next year, go right back up this time, make it to the big show, and to just watch him stonewall the, you know, the uh, Detroit Red Wings. Obviously, I was three years old when this uh, this uh, series happened, so I watched it, you know, from the future, <laughs> and uh, you know, just like seeing the highlights of him just stonewalling them, you know, pretty much like being the guy, like he was like. I guess to tie it into the most recent, I would almost say like he was like Jonathan Quick to the Kings in, tw- in 2012. They just could not score on him. And they were trying so damn hard as a Devils fan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, that's the Russian Five, though. That was a great team. Um, yeah. And weirdly enough, a- another player we've talked about and kind of the brawl that we've talked about was Claude Lemieux. He played for the Devils that year, um, smashed up some faces, and then the next year he played for the Avalanche, smashed up some faces. <laughs> And, and got uh, his face smashed. True. Turned like a little bitch. Uh, but we still, as Devils fans, have to love Claude. So, Murder <laughs> 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 uh, absolutely amazing. The, the only downside I can think of Martin Murder in talking about his absolute greatness uh, is that he went back up for the Blues the end of his yeah. career i think that's the one watermark where you're like why yeah i know yeah i, I try to like just forget about it it's like don't even let it like affect his uh <laughs> didn't you i think you even said something too right didn't somebody post something and i want to say you commented and you said you called him a blues legend you're like oh i didn't realize this blues legend like played for the devils or something like that maybe it's somebody else but I saw it on Facebook. Oh, that, sounds like, that sounds like something I would do. So. That's why I thought it was you. Yeah, but somebody said something. Yeah, like pretty much. Yeah, called him a, a St. Louis Blues legend and forgot that he even played for the Devils. And I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, that sounds like me. Maybe not me, but that is par for the fucking course. I'm not. Gonna, that doesn't sound like some shit I would do. Oh man. Uh, great goaltender. Can we go ahead? Put him in the Hall of Fucking Awesome already. Does everyone Obviously. vote on this one? <laughs> Dakota was just waiting for it. He's just like, damn it, waiting. here it is. <laughs> He's just waiting for the Hall of Fucking Awesome vote. Dakota, do you have anything positive you want to say about Martin Berger? I mean, what can I say? Obviously, the guy's a fucking living legend. Uh, probably you'll never see another goalie as good as him. Um, it's just, you know... It's tough watching him play for another team. I mean, I hate the Devils so much. So, I mean, I hated watching it because he's so good and he made such incredible saves. Um, but, yeah, obviously, guy's a living legend, deserves everything he's earned in this life. So Yeah, and the internet, his international play is crazy, too. You know, you always hear about him in the NHL, but, you know, the dude's got two golds and two silvers in the Olympics. Well, all right, so do we want to talk a little bit about his first run in the Olympics after, like, 95 when he won the Cup with Patrick Law? Are you going to bitch about Patrick Law again? (laughs) This is a rivalry podcast. Do you guys want to talk about it or not? 
I mean, hey, we we, we can go for it. Let's shut on Patrick Waugh some more. (laughs) So Patrick Waugh basically refused to join the team unless he started every game, even though Martin Martin Berdur was the hot goaltender at the time. And Canada loses in the fucking Olympics. Like, it's a fact. Like, he refused to not play every game or he wasn't going to play for Team Canada. He's a fucking scumbag, dude. (laughs) (laughs) He's a cocky scumbag. He's shit. If you're an Avalanche fan, there's no way you don't. Ha- I, I mean, you can love Patrick Waugh as a player, but like, think about what he did for like as a coach for them. Like, he took them to the playoffs the very next year. They get all the way to the first of the season. He's like, no, nah, I quit coaching. Like mm. the day before <laughs> the season starts, <laughs> the uh. dude is. Uh, and that's a real rivalry. I think Martin Brodeur should fist fight him. That'd be fucking hilarious. Like he's got to yes. fight someone besides Don Thornton. Like, can we put them in pads and have them skate out center out, throw it, throw it down? Because we all know yeah, that uh, is all about throwing them hands, even though he got wrecked by Chris Osgood. But he'll throw them at least. You know, it'll be entertaining. I'll <laughs> uh, uh, side. Both goal, both those goaltenders are are absolutely amazing. But when you're talking about international play, they kind of were just one and two for so long with those two yeah. uh, specific i mean for canada specifically like that is one and two um and you can debate on which one is the best and i think there's some debate if you're like a buffalo fan with hasik uh those are pr- at least during my time of watching hockey and going back and watching hockey um those are the three great greatest goaltenders i've ever seen hands down yeah I, I, I could agree with that. I guess as far as, like, history, we got some good guys playing now, too. But, yeah, it's still just if you look at the, I guess, the track record. Yeah, it's like they, you're like, oh, this guy's the next next level. But it's like when you look back at these guys, you're like, eh, nah, not really. <laughs> not compared to these guys. I mean, a good example of, uh, like, how good those goaltenders were is what happened to Mackenzie Blackwood in that first shootout where yeah. – He's just, they're just skating up to the doorstep and doing triple deeks. Like Dominic Hasek would have hit him like <laughs> mid ice. <laughs> Broder would have swept the puck. Wall would have swept the puck. Um, it's it's a very different game. And the goalie, like the Edmonton goalie, is literally the size of the net. <laughs> as the Devils, fa- as Taylor Hall found out by beating him beautifully. Um, and he's like, oh, this guy is the size of the net. I gotta go. I should have popped the puck a little bit. Um, that, I mean, that seems like, like where the league is going with you, your six foot five, six, foot seven, uh, Swedish goalies, Russian goalies, uh, um, having that size, that length with your body and, and the pi the, the pad size seems to make a huge difference now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They even had to make the pad smaller in recent, in recent times, right? Because people were just too big. <laughs> Yeah, the the what I like to call the Lundqvist Ben Bishop rule. <laughs> the fucking <laughs> motherfuckers are wearing mattresses instead of actual yeah. like pads, but <laughs> yeah. oh, man. so um, a player highlight. You guys want to talk about one player to highlight besides Burder or one rivalry? Because I think we're I think we made it through the notes. I mean, we can go through some stats. You guys want to run through some stats? Oh, and pulled up. The Is there best part of any day. <laughs> Sorry, I'm hacking up along over here. 
Uh, <laughs> my boy Dakota. Got to give him a big hug. Everybody send Dakota big hugs. So can we, can we induct Dakota into the Hall of Fucking Awesome? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Dakota. Dakota, you're inducted in the Hall of Fucking Awesome for being a fucking trooper out here playing with two blown ACLs. Meniscus <laughs> tear. Broken, a broken skate. <laughs> <laughs> I feel oh, like that you man. would just throw that at people, though. That's not that's not yeah, all totally. Awesome. Jesus, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah. I. God, I did. There was one player, and it's not so much that I just want to highlight it. It's like I was just because again I was googling random draft shit this morning. Um, God, there's this like he was the only Israeli player to ever like be signed by an NHL team, even though he never played in the NHL. And like, he grew up, I, God, I cannot remember this dude's name. Um, he grew up in Kazakhstan and you know, he's Jewish, you know, cause I'm obviously Jewish. Um, uh, God, he like, he had to hide the fact that he was Jewish growing up while at the same time, like trying to learn to play hockey. And then he goes to Israel, which is the last place you'd expect to find a hockey rink. <laughs> um, <laughs> And then, like, his coach there, because it was just like a rec league, like, told him to go try out for Canada, and the kid worked his way up to getting drafted in the NHL, even though he never actually played in the NHL. Um, it's still just a really cool fucking story. Um, I have to check this one out for sure. Um, yeah, let me look that it sounds up. Kinda, uh, that, sound, that seems kind of nuts. Uh, I have a funny work story about hockey. Uh, my boss, his name's Ed Chalea. Um, is a big hockey fan, a Flyers fan, actually. So that's funny, uh, because fuck the Flyers. But <laughs> Dakota's but, uh, like, my people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there's there's another uh, there's another thing now, another Israeli uh, NHL player, which is really cool. Again, for Jewish people all over the world, that's really fucking cool. Because uh, you know, with Jewish people, I mean, unfortunately, you don't hear a lot about sports with us. Um, just kind of a nature of the beast thing. <laughs> yeah, but like record producing and being overall awesome a lot. Yeah. Rick Rubin, man. The Beastie Boys. Yeah, all of the Rick Beastie Rubin. Boys. Rick Rubin <laughs> produced most of the good rap of all time. I'm <laughs> so talking about that. sports, dude. Aside from Sandy Koufax and Rod Carew, you don't really have anything. You hang your hat on Sandy Koufax, bro. That's what I do. Man had a mean fastball. <laughs> yeah, we're in this meeting um, on on Friday, and me and him just started talking about hockey and the current hockey season, and um, everyone just gets really quiet because there's like two or three fans there. <laughs> And he was like, who was the who was that devil when the Flyers beat the Devils that just like threw a slap shot at Flyers bench after the game? <laughs> and I had no idea who he was talking about, and I still haven't looked it up. So I just started naming random Devils defensemen. I was like, Landenberger? <laughs> the funniest mm-hmm. thing was like people were just looking at me like, why is he just naming people? <laughs> Yeah, like, like they all did it. Imagine. <laughs> which one you you're particularly talking about? Was it the first time or the third time? <laughs> I should have just queued up the uh, the Gary Glitter. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Is there anything you guys want to talk about? I think we're I think we're done. I think we're wrapping up. Is there something specific nah, you man, want to talk about? I, I, you're I, looking for too? I gotta know this dude's name. I'm serious. Searching <laughs> right now, man. I'm just like this is such a cool story, and it's like not something you would ever really hear talked about because again, the kid didn't actually play in the NHL. Yeah. You know, so it's like it was early '90s. That much I know, because uh, I didn't get back to the uh, to the '80s before that. Because I mean, that's just too many fucking great players. Because I was doing some research. Because I'm like, man, I really want to have like a story to talk about. Because uh, you know, obviously with our player highlight, you can only gloat so much about fucking Martin Brodeur. <laughs> so many good Brodeur. We went we, we went easy on you. The time that Brodeur beat the Flyers in 2010. That was pretty good. <laughs> There's, we have so many legends. Verder is like Gandalf the Great White. You shall not pass. <laughs> so, so many good fucking stories we can tell. <laughs> yeah, all jokes aside, uh, I guess, well, while you're looking that name up, uh, NHL 20, Sean, have you played it? I still have not touched it. Oh man, you right. got it. You so got good. it. It's actually pretty fucking good. And uh, I mostly play the online pieces of that game, and I think they've done a lot to make that very interesting and, and fun. Um, I got like a hundred packs I need to open right now. Hmm. <laughs> but uh, Dakota, who is the uh, center that you guys just re-signed for the Flyers? Uh shit, dude. Uh, I've, again, I've been out Nick of the loop me? here. Is it Travis Konechny? Yeah. Yeah. Kinechny. So he's leading my team in goal scored, and everyone fucking hates me. With him, he's so. a fucking beauty, man. <laughs> he is a beaut. <laughs> um, Certified beautician, bro. Especially on my NHL 20 online team, he's a beaut. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely fucking gorgeous out there with those silky mitts. I don't know that he had necessarily silky mitts on. Dude, he's my got team. silky mitts, man. I've seen him. I, I I just think the the backhand is broken, Sean. So if you played uh, NHL 14, you're gonna be like, oh, this is how you score. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was just I I remember NHL 14 was like one of the last times I remember actually having legitimate fun with the game. But yeah, I know. Yeah. What is it? Just forehand, backhand, score every time, right? Yep. Coming right it's, down the slot, uh, yeah, good times. They, they or get that two-on-one breakaway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two-on-one cross crease and then forehand backhand. If you guys are looking for the sweet video game strats, <laughs> I'm here for you. But yeah, forehand backhand and uh, this game. Or if you can do, if you can get three deeks off, you know, triple deek, uh, mighty duck style, and then put it on your backhand, you're mm. you're fucking scoring in that game. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna be fucking golden no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> and on the topic of video games, I have PlayStation now, and I saw that they added Super Star Wars on there for the, uh, you know, the old Nintendo, Super Nintendo game that I grew up playing. Um, still cannot get past the first part of it. And then I get mad. <laughs> it's a terrible down. game. That's not it is not a terrible <laughs> game, man. It's just fucking hard, dude. I can never get past that first part. Did you ever play the X-Men arcade games? Because the X-Men Star Wars games are basically the same fucking game. Yeah, like, I know. It's just different skin. Yeah. <laughs> For that developer, though, he knows how to make his nut. So. <laughs> oh, man, I can't find this guy's name, but I will find it before uh, before next uh, next episode. Yep. And we'll definitely talk about it because this is such a cool story. 
So, so what's your tag on on Twitter? My tag is at Lashok Dakota L E S H O K D A K O T A. If I could get a follower that's not a bot, I would be eternally grateful. So hey, everyone who's really mad about everyone who's not remembering names, make sure you follow him and message him on Twitter repeatedly. Yeah, this is this is driving me nuts, dude. <laughs> All right, so I'm just going to go ahead and say there's no way the Devils can be worse than they currently yeah, are. The, yeah. heart has, the heart has been ripped out of this team, and I think what is going to be the game changer is when Taylor Hall finally scores because he, he got stoned by heart. He's hit the post three times, and I think as soon as we, like, break – he's, like, in the batter slump. Uh, he's got the yips, as they would call it in baseball. Um, as soon as he cracks that net, I think the Devils are going to be something to be fucked with. Sure. Yeah. You know, unlike the Wu-Tang Clan, nothing to be fucked with. But Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. <laughs> um, Get me started, man. I'll go through that whole fucking song right now. Cash <laughs> everything around me. Cream, get the money. Dollar, dollar, dollar. Dollar, okay. <laughs> God damn, I love the Wu-Tang Clan. Um... Well, yeah, I think the Devils are going to be better. Um, Sean, I don't think you're wrong. I think Hines might need to go just because you can't go 0-14 on power play or 0-13, wherever the fuck we're at with the power play, uh, yeah. specifically against the Flyers. Um, when you're 5-on-3, you have to. That's fucking embarrassing. And it was not like 5-on-3 for 20 seconds. It was 5-on-3 for a full two minutes. Um, it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> it gets worse Sean? every game. I don't know. It, it like I said, maybe like it, it's. I hate to call for someone's job, but like I said, if 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 it's something that might maybe shake up the locker room a little bit and get get the team going. I mean, we have to re-sign Hall, man. If Hall sees himself stuck in another Edmonton situation, he might be out by the end of the year. To be honest, if, you know, it's like, oh well, he he wasted all those years in Edmonton. Now he's here and he was really hopeful for us, but now if he just sees like it's nothing but the same, we keep getting these. It's like we're literally Edmonton, you know. We're getting all these number one uh, draft picks, but we're not doing anything with it, you know. So I, I'm scared that he might be like, oh shit, like deja vu, you know, and turn tail and and hightail out of here. We got to do something, man. We got to change so, it. Yeah, and I think we kind of talked about this early before the season started where I was like, my biggest worry is the devil's defense. I think that that and, and Severson are not as good as people have them on paper. And so far, at least Severson has showed us not as good <laughs> as he should be. That um, also made some really bone plays. Um, the biggest surprise is the like Snyder has been really good. <laughs> yeah. He um, has been playing good. Uh, which is weird. Like, I think he played really well last night. It's just like one bounced off Steverson's back, redirected. What are you going to do about that? Um, yeah. And then once, you know, the Bruins are up 1-0 or 2-0, it's just that's like some tough fucking sledding with that defense. So last night, I, I think the Devils actually didn't play terrible. They're like, oh, my God, they played so terrible. And um, if they would have scored on some power plays <laughs> – <laughs> Probably not as bad of a game, but yeah, it, it was a bit bit tough sledding. Um, Dakota, you want to talk a little bit about your flyers before we head this thing out? 
Okay, but just real quick, I want to say now I have a renewed love for Jack Hughes because I found out he is also Jewish. So now I have someone to root for. <laughs> There's well, actually a lot more than I thought. It was just when I found all, that story. He also doesn't know how to put on his pants and clothes. Maybe maybe cheer for Quinn until Hughes no, gets no, a no, fucking no, no, goal. No. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Jack Hughes is my boy now. <laughs> Both of the Hugheses, they're my boys. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, again, Flyers lost last night to the Canucks. They lost in a shootout. They've got nothing to be upset about. They played hell of a game. They've been playing hell of a game since the season started. Um, I was a little worried about them in the preseason because they just weren't looking good, but I guess they finally tweaked the lines to, uh, you know, what's going to work exactly. And like I was saying, Kevin Hayes is a fucking workhorse, um, out there just wheeling and dealing all the time. Uh, Carter Hart's just it can only go up from here. Um, kids, kids a beaut. Uh, just a lot of good talent on that team, and I'm looking forward to seeing what they do this season. So I didn't, get, I didn't get a chance to watch the game last night with the Flyers. Um, I didn't mostly because me, me and you were talking beforehand. And I ended up playing like Overwatch. But <laughs> did he play last night, or did he rest? Did they rest him, or did he play last night? Uh, let's see here. I got the uh, thing pulled up. Because, I mean, the big thing with the Flyers is they still have Elliott on their bench, which is kind yeah, of Yeah, I think they scary. started him. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, the Flyers are going to be, like, in net, they're fine. Um, they got that defense re-signed. I think that's going to be a very tough team. But I, the Devils should be at the same pace as the Flyers, and they're not. And that's the shitty part about being a Devils fan right now. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, and you know this just goes to show too that uh, fucking oh jeez, what's his name? The goalie for uh, Canucks, uh, Jacob Markstrom, dude, he's he's great in net too, which is something Vancouver's been needing for a while too. Um, yep. so it's it's gonna be interesting to see this season. All right. Well, does anyone <laughs> have anything else y'all want to talk about? Because otherwise. No, nah, man. I think, I think I'm good. I'm going to go drain some NyQuil and pass out. <sighs> well, you know, in the immortal words of a great, 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 great announcer, Henrik, it's over! And I'm going to take us out by saying, give me something to break. <laughs> <laughs>